Welcome to Ulcerative Colitis Autoimmune Healing Journey. I am your journey guide, Jay India, and I'm so happy that you are here because this is a supportive, positive environment where we can heal together. Please note, I am not a doctor or health professional in any way. If you would like to attempt something mentioned in this episode, please consult your doctor or mental health professional first. My UC Warriors, I love all the ratings and reviews you've been posting on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other listening platforms. Keep them coming. I am still trying to reach my goal of getting that little star on Apple Podcasts, which is so important because it kind of gives you rank above other podcasts and don't have as many ratings or reviews. And it really helps when other UC Warriors search for this podcast and then they look and they see, oh wow, it has five-star rating. It has all these ratings and reviews. I definitely want to listen. So please keep them coming. And I appreciate all of the amazing ratings and reviews so far. So thank you. Today we are discussing peptide therapy for UC. Oh boy. Okay. (laughs) Peptide therapy was tough to research. Really tough. Keep in mind, I'm learning along with you and I'm not a super sciencey person. Thus, when articles or podcasts aren't understandable, I'm out. You know, if it's one of these things where I'm looking up words, every other word, which was happening because some of these articles were from these .gov sites where all it is, it's just research listed, which is great, but uh, hello, I don't have the science degree to decipher it. And quite frankly, I don't have the time to decipher it. So I tried three podcasts to listen to, three episodes for three different podcasts I found on peptide therapy. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, I still found it extremely confusing. I listened to two podcasts. One was not good at all, won't mention it. Second one was okay. I have to say I would have done it differently and everyone does things differently as an interviewer because I was more interested in kind of a day in the life of getting peptide therapy. What I did with my episode with Jillian Little with fecal microbiota transplant where I really got into the nuances with her of, okay, how did you make the travel plans? How far was the clinic away from your hotel? Uh, Give me a day in the life of getting FMT. What type of tube do they use? What's the procedure? What does the doctor do? How long does it take? That's more of what I'm looking for. And I'm not finding any of that, which is a major bummer. All I'm finding is really confusing scientific articles and podcasts. So then I went on to Ben Greenfield's podcast. I think a lot of you know who he is. I follow a couple of you who are listeners who are fitness coaches. So I know you are probably diehards of him. And he's phenomenal. Ben Greenfield is, I would describe him as a super healthy human that he's in that category of someone who does Ironmans and triathlons. And he is looking to live his life optimally. So he's one of those super athletes that, you know, they're trying everything to get optimal results, right? They're trying supplements and they're trying all sorts of therapies and they're trying training with their mental health and, and what do you call it? What's the thing that Tiger Woods does? Oh, visualization and all of that. So mind, body, soul, but for athletes, if you could look at it that way, 
He's a great interviewer, podcaster. I admire him as a businessman. For anyone in the health space who's looking for, I guess you could say a podcasting mentor from afar, he's a good one because he has taken his brand and done so much with it. And it's actually really impressive. And I like how he talks about his family some of the time, but not too much. I haven't listened to Ben Greenfield in years. I mean, we're talking probably two, three years. I forgot how scientific he was. I knew he was, but I forgot how incredibly scientific some of his guests can be, which is great if you nerd out on all that. I don't. And so I turned on the episode. He did two episodes on peptide therapy that I saw, and I turned on one of them, and it was him and two guests. And of course, they did a phenomenal job, but they were talking about cytokines and autophagy and all these things where I was just phasing out. You know what I mean? I was just, I was like, oh, this is just not, (laughs) it's kind of staring into space. So it was a little too scientific for me. And by the way, autophagy is your body's process of reusing old and damaged cell parts. I forgot how much Ben Greenfield absolutely loves that word. (laughs) I wanted to tell you what it was. So at this point, I had to go off the whole podcast idea And then I Googled peptide therapy ulcerative colitis and I didn't find much. I found scientific studies. So then I tried peptide therapy autoimmune disease and I finally found one article I could understand. And because I'll be reading a good portion from it, I want to give you the author's name and website and I will link the article in the show notes. The article is entitled, Scientifically Proven Benefits of Peptide Therapy for Immune Function and Autoimmune Disease by Dr. Seth Osgood of grassrootsfunctionalmedicine.com. Here is what Dr. Osgood says about peptide therapy for autoimmune disease. Peptide therapy has shown to be successful in treating and preventing autoimmune disorders and aiding immune function. Studies show peptides increase your body's natural function and improve your overall health. Okay, so before I go into his definition for peptides, I would like to read a definition on amino acids first. And this is from medlineplus.gov. Amino acids are molecules that combine to form proteins. Amino acids and proteins are the building blocks of life. When proteins are digested or broken down, amino acids are left. The human body uses amino acids to make proteins to help the body, such as breaking down food. Okay, so let's go back to what Dr. Osgood has to say. Peptides are short chains of amino acids that serve as the building blocks of proteins. Compounds with less than 50 amino acids are peptides, and those with more than 100 are proteins. Peptides are essential to many biological processes, including cell signaling, metabolism, and growth. In our bodies, there are over 7,000 known peptides that influence many different bodily functions, ranging from tissue and muscle repair hormone production, immune modulation, cognitive health, weight loss, inflammation reduction, DNA repair, and more. And of course, we are interested as UC warriors in the last two. Production of peptides in your body slows as you age. Peptide therapy increases specific peptides to provide positive and noticeable changes in some patients. Benefits of peptide therapy may include 
boosts in cognitive function and memory, increases energy and strength, accelerate healing processes, which we are most interested in, right? Boosts hormone levels, decreases pain and inflammation, ding, 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 increases libido, improves sleep, boosts immune function, reduces signs of aging. Okay, before I move on to continue with what Dr. Osgood has to say, I want to discuss the last one about signs of aging because one of the first podcasts I listened to, the one that was okay, he had talked about how people know peptides. Obviously, we know peptides like collagen peptides or we know peptides with regard to beauty because it's big into injectables and beauty and all that. And he talks, this guy talked a lot about aging and how people are using it. And then I kind of went down a little bit of a rabbit hole. And this woman was talking about how billionaires don't age and they're using peptide therapy. For those of you that don't know, I have another podcast. It's called Corporate Flight Attendant Podcast. That means that I flew on private jets with the rich and famous for six years. And I met billionaires. I flew with them and I talk about it a lot on that podcast. I was thinking about what this woman said about the peptide therapy and anti-aging and how billionaires use them. And if they're using them, it's really not making that much of a difference. (laughs) I have to say that because I was thinking about the three billionaires I used to fly with. Probably one was early 50s. He was in good shape. I have to say that he was in good shape. He looked good. He looked young. But the two other ones who, if I told you their names, you would know them, can't say who they are. They're not anything impressive to look at. I'm going to be honest with you. One was overweight. The other one had really wrinkly skin. He was very thin, but had really wrinkly skin. I really didn't think he looked good for his age at all. So if these guys are really using, I didn't see anything. If, if they have the secret to the fountain of youth or whatever, I wasn't seeing it at all, especially in their diets. <laughs> I was not seeing that at all. So I'm curious about this peptide therapy and reducing the signs of aging. I think it probably does, but you have to be pretty healthy to begin with. And then it helps reduce the sign of aging. But that's a tough one to uh, to do, right? Let's move on to the rest of the article where Dr. Osgood talks about the immune system and autoimmune disease. Peptide therapy for autoimmune disease works to balance the immune system through the thymus gland. This gland produces the hormone that stimulates disease-fighting T cells by balancing the inflammatory response with peptides Peptide therapy can help balance the immune response in your body. When your thymus gland works appropriately, it can reduce the symptoms of an autoimmune disease by no longer producing the specific antibodies attacking your body. Okay, so then he goes on to types of peptides used because here's where I got confused between the podcast and looking up some of these articles is apparently there's different types of peptides for different types of issues. So if you want to look into peptide therapy for weight loss, you're using these peptides. If you want to look into peptide therapy for hair growth or, you know, something else or healing a broken ankle, you're looking at different peptides. So the peptides he recommends, and I want you to read the article because 
I don't want to just sit here and steal all his words, but the peptides he uses in treatment are BPC-157, KPV, thymosin alpha-1, thymosin beta-4. So then he talks about the side effects and the results of peptide therapy. Since your body naturally produces peptides, peptide therapy has minimal side effects. However, there are a few possible reactions like itching at the injection site, headaches, peripheral edema, whatever that means. I understand the two words, but I don't, okay. Anyway, anxiety, mood changes, and nausea. Peptide therapies can take up to three to six months before the full effects are felt or noticed by the patient, but with continual care are proven to yield long-lasting results. So then I want to talk about the information I received from the podcast that were good. I did extract some good information from the Ben Greenfield podcast. The two experts discussed how peptide therapy has been studied and researched and done on their athletes for years way ahead of the U.S. in Russia. So Russia actually knows a lot more about peptide therapy than we do. I thought that was really interesting. The other doctor on the OK podcast talked about how injectable peptide therapy is the best and has the best results. He said you can also do some type of inhaling agent, um, I guess an inhaler. He also said that there's now some type of candy out where you can get peptides through that. He also said that getting peptide therapy with injectables, it's usually a cycle. So they inject it and then they see how long it lasts, perhaps six weeks or hopefully three months. And then you may have extra of that peptide left over. And then you possibly figure out with your doctor how to inject the rest of the peptide you already bought. So in that OK podcast, the doctor said that his patients are extremely informed and ask questions on how to utilize the leftover dose, how long a cycle may last. And the doctor said it just depends on the patient. He said if you're going in for a broken ankle that you'd like healed, it may take one dose and you're done, you're healed. For us UC warriors, it may take years of injectables. It may be a lifetime. Who knows? So it just depends on the situation. But from what that doctor said, who was good, but it still wasn't, again, a great podcast, he said that injectables are by far the best and his patients receive by far the best results with the injectables. If any of you have had experience with peptide therapy, please reach out to me. I'd love to know. You can DM me at two inches off the ground. You can email me at freespiritpodcasts at gmail.com. And I'm having a listener on later this year who is in the medical field and is at the beginning of exploring peptide therapy. So hopefully she can give us some insight. I may self-explore as well. And possibly I may look into getting the author of this article on and seeing what he has to say. I'd love to have more of a day in the life episode of, okay, you walk into the office, this is what happens. These are the results for someone with UC. So um, I will let you know all that. In my household, when you have this amazing poo, it just slides right out of your body it's perfect. There's no blood. There's no mucus. And you're so proud of yourself. You 
look around in the toilet and you say, damn, that was a great poo. That's called a green heart in my household. So I wish all of you a green heart day.